Today on the DML News Podcast, the Senate has passed a disastrous Ukraine funding bill. Mitt Romney says it's the most important thing that the Senate will ever vote on. Plus, Biden won't get a cognitive test and makes a fool of himself over the weekend. Horrifying people arrested at the border, an LGBTQ LOMNLP migrant shooting up a church, and the Dove commercial at the Super Bowl has me pissed off. So get ready. Denny's across from me, Ryan on the controls, and we are all unfiltered. Dennis Michael Lynch gives you his word, and he will never let you down. He will always fight for America. The only one who really puts his money where his mouth is, is Dennis Michael Lynch. Hello, I'm Dennis Michael Lynch, and I thank you for joining me today. We have a full program. In fact, one of maybe the most full programs we've had in a long time. We've got a lot of stuff to get through, and uh, Denny and I are going to do it all. We're going to do it as fast and as interesting as we possibly can without skipping a beat. Ryan's going to be putting up a lot of video clips, so get ready for a fantastic show. If you're listening only, we will try to give you as much color uh, so this way you could imagine what it is that the rest of us are seeing. If you are not a member of Team DML, now is the time to do it, folks. we got nine months until the presidential election, the most important presidential election of our lifetime. There's never been a more important time in your life to become a member of Team DML. And the way you do it is you download the DML News app for free from the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store. And then you go to the last tab, the Interaction tab. You hit it, you sign up for Team DML, there's multiple different levels you could sign up for, and then, boom, you get every article ad-free, you get every article without any time restrictions, and you get to see all the videos in the live chat. You will be the most informed person for this upcoming election out of all the people you know, and that's the greatest thing that any of us can ask for, because it's going to be your knowledge, it's going to be your education, it's going to be your smarts that's going to lead people who are confused on what to do to pull the lever in the right direction. That being said, before we jump in, let me just say very quickly, we had a massive day yesterday. Uh, Today or tomorrow, I'm not sure, maybe today that we're ending it because we had such a huge day yesterday. But there is a buy one, get one free at dmlcbd.com slash gum. That's G-U-M, dmlcbd.com slash gum for the DMLCBD gummy chews. One of the most popular products we have. Very hard for us to keep them in stock. We're down to a few here left for the buy one, get one free. Do not hesitate. Go in. If you haven't tried DML CBD, this is a great entry point. If you buy one, you're going to get two for the price of one. You buy three, you're going to get six for the price of three. You buy 10, you're going to get 20 for the price of 10. Now's the time to do it. DMLCBD.com slash gum. Dennis, uh, man, what do I say here? Uh, wake up this morning, say my prayers, do my meditation, uh, do my breathing exercises, and I do that so this way when I see bad things during the day, I can kind of digest it and not go bat crazy. That's why it's so important to do that in the morning, and I have to tell you, even my prayers, even my meditation, even all the breathing I do and all the self-control I possess— couldn't stop me from using a lot of profanity when I saw what it is that the Senate and Republicans in the Senate supported in terms of a bill at a 70 to 29 vote 
a massive $95 billion foreign aid package that does nothing for our border was passed by the lame piece of garbage Senate. Give us the details. And then Ryan, right after he gives us the details, I want you to play the video of Senator Mike Lee out of Utah. Yeah, like you said, $0 for the border. Um, within that $95 billion plan, though, they plan to dish out about $60 billion for Ukraine, $40 billion for Israel, uh, $9 billion in humanitarian, in humanitarian assistance for Gaza, which will probably just get taken by Hamas anyways, and then $5 billion for the Indo-Pacific region, which probably just facilitates Taiwan and anything around that region. Uh, and again, $0 for our southern border. As for the senators uh, that voted on it, it was 22 Republicans, but you got some big names on there like Susan Collins, uh, Mitt Romney. It, it's very disheartening that that's, uh, that's the route they take. Hold on. Hold on to the Mike Lee video. Play the video right now of that disgusting rhino out of Utah. What are you thinking, Utah? Get rid of this prick of Mitt Romney right now playing the video of what he's telling the American people about how important this bill is. Play the video. The vote we will soon take to provide military weapons for Ukraine is the most important vote we will ever take as United States senators. Dennis, the most important vote the Senate will ever make? Is this guy kidding me? Denny, you want to know a little something? There's a couple of tweets out there. I haven't confirmed this, but apparently Mitt Romney's family is ripping a page out of the Biden playbook. Apparently uh, his sons, Romney's sons, are doing business in Ukraine. It, none, none of the funding or any money we're putting into Ukraine makes me believe or I think many Americans believe that it's actually going to uh, efforts to help sustain democracy. I mean, I think the money is just at this point going into politicians' pockets. It's it's not being used for what they claim it is. And even so, it shouldn't be going that direction anyways. It should be going south to, you know, Arizona, to Texas, to New Mexico, uh, you know, secure what's actually happening within our own country. And I, I just, again, it's... You know, everyone maybe has like an idea that Ukraine itself is completely under fire. It is a very selected region of that entire country. You go to Kiev, I mean, everyone's looking pretty dandy and fine there. So, you know, in terms of a lot of these big time governors, Chuck Grassley, Joni Ernst, uh, Lisa Murkowski, a lot of them have been rhino-ish on a lot of these kind of votes. But just the fact that 22 of them so adamantly voted for this. I guarantee you, if you look up who is funding their campaigns, it's going to come back to the the military industrial complex who are publicly traded companies. You're talking about uh, Halliburton, Lockheed Martin, you name it. All these different companies, I guarantee you they have backdoor entry into all of those senators. Those senators are going to pretend as if this is in our national interest. If anybody saw the video of Tucker Carlson interviewing Vladimir Putin, there's two things you have to come away with. Number one, 
Vladimir Putin is never going to stop. He will allow us to run out of money, to run out of ammunition, to run out of all of our military assets. He's got China behind him. He's got Iran behind him. He's never going to end. He believes the Ukraine um, region is part of Russia. He told the story about how the Ukrainians... Uh, you know, I'm sorry, how the Russians went into Ukraine, had a whole bunch of soldiers lined up, and they said, no, we're not going to surrender. Russians never surrender. It's a civil war. It is not a Ukraine versus Russia war. It's never going to stop. Now, meanwhile, we're going to put Mike Lee off for a second. Ryan, J.D. Vance, the new senator out of Ohio, gets up and says what you're saying right now, what I'm saying right now, why are we paying for Ukraine to defend itself? Why are we handing over all of our weaponry when we don't have it ourselves? Play the video, Ryan. One thing that suggests to me is that GDP numbers are awfully fake. If you can't produce weapons to defend your own people, then you can't pretend that your economy is as strong as you might like to think. Unfortunately for Wall Street, we cannot fight wars with dollars and derivatives. We need weapons. We need bullets. We need artillery shells. We need missiles. And America doesn't make nearly enough of those, not for our own security and certainly not enough to support both the Ukraine conflict and, God forbid, a conflict that might occur in East Asia. So let's specify that a little bit more. We are right now depleting critical munitions, missiles, artillery shells and bullets faster than we can replenish them. And then we send them to Ukraine. I'm sorry. Why does that make an ounce of sense for our own national security. Shouldn't we rebuild our own manufacturing capacity before we spend all of it on Ukraine? Shouldn't we make more of our own weapons and gain some self-sufficiency in weapons manufacturing before we send all of those resources to Ukraine? The answer of the United States Senate is apparently not. So, Dennis, let's take a look at something for one moment, okay? We have adversaries all around the world. I feel like we have more adversaries than we do allies at this point. And I can tell you, when when you look at the big countries, ones that really have a lot of violent streak in them, who are completely crooked in their whole way of life, I'm talking about communist China. I'm talking about, out of its mind, North Korea. I'm talking about the Muslims freaking hating on America, Iran. You just start to line them all up. They are circling the wagons around our country. We can't, you heard what Vance just said, we can't make the missiles, we can't make the guns, we can't make the tanks or the ships as as fast as we're giving them away. We can't make the fighter jets. We're giving everything away. And when it comes down to us having to be in a war, you know what we're going to hear? We're going to hear Joe Biden, Barack Obama, whoever else it is, Kamala Harris, say that we just don't have enough ammunition. We don't have enough. And somehow they're going to blame it on Trump, Denny. You, you, you just said it a little bit ago. This is a civil war that doesn't entail any necessity or involvement from us. I, and, you know, everyone uh, that listens to that interview knows that that first 30 minutes was a a history lesson, but there was a reason for it. It, it, To know your future, it's great to understand your past. And Vladimir Putin understood, you know, what what used to be Russia, what constituted as part of that whole territory. So this was always probably in his long-term scoping. But then when you kind of find out, like, you know, he was turned away from NATO. And of course, you got to take everything with a grain of salt when you're you're here. But 
you got to realize too that this man loves his country and he wants his country to succeed and no no US government is going to put any uh, you know headway or barrier in between that and he kind of voices it there is a way to end this war and we're not choosing that option even though we shouldn't really have involvement in the first place but when you hear Mitt Romney's got you know some kind of tie there when you hear Biden's got some kind of tie there you know it just becomes this inner web of where all these very elitist politicians all get into these compromised situations and then the millions of people that they're supposed to govern over are pulled into it too. All this money going to other countries when th- this should be reinvested into us. But instead we borrow the money, we send it over, and we just become this this way station of, of just uh, dumping out all our uh, economic value. It's crazy. I, I want to be very clear on something. And this should piss you off. It should piss off Ryan. And it's certainly going to piss off everybody who's listening and watching to our program right now. It would piss off anybody who actually knew this. Think about how difficult it is right now for you guys. And like I said, you guys make decent money. Think about how hard it is right now for you guys to build your life, right? Without going into detail, you just wind up getting, you, you had a thing go wrong with your car. You just got an estimate back. Called me this morning before it goes on. $1,300. You got to pull $1,300 to get something to, uh, done with your car or if you're not able to drive it. You don't have a choice. You have to go pay for that. Now, what's coming up is April. Tax day. There's going to be no forgiveness. You don't pay your taxes. You're not going to be released uh, like the illegal alien is. Nobody's going to give you free hotel on the next time you go somewhere. Nobody's going to give you, Ryan, a free snap card so this way you could go get free groceries for yourself. Not a single thing. You say we're borrowing the money to send over the Ukraine. That's part of it. Your tax money is going over to Ukraine. Your tax money. You're getting drained. You're getting drained every single every single paycheck. You're getting drained. You're getting drained every single paycheck. So this way, Zelensky can wind up putting money in his coffers. So this way, Lockheed Martin could have more money so its stock price goes up. So this way, everybody else is doing well except for you on your hard work. Do you want to guess the number of how much money since february 2022 we've specifically meaning the u.s has given to ukraine like where we're at now with this bill go ahead man i i can't even guess go. it's an unfathomable number a hundred billion dollars for ukraine alone Listen, for man. ukraine alone not ukraine and israel not ukraine and taiwan ukraine alone a hundred billion dollars let's 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 play in a two-year span let, let's play the video of Senator Mike Lee right now. Play it. Okay, I've been up all night. Uh, just finished an hour-long speech of the Senate. And um, having exhausted the roster of all senators eligible to speak who wanted to speak, the Senate immediately called the vote. Um, and after I clocked out, they're up there voting right now. It appears destined to pass. This didn't have to happen. Uh, it's unfortunate that we had... Senate Republicans turning on the commitment they made to each other and to their voters and to our House Republican colleagues down the hall. Um, There'll be more opportunity to talk about that later. But in the meantime, I take some comfort in knowing that the Speaker of the House is pronounced dead on arrival. Thanks. So, Denny, this this thing is now going to go over to the House of Representatives. Speaker Johnson says it's dead on arrival. 
However, I don't have a lot of confidence in Johnson. I've heard him say one thing, and then he goes and does another thing. Because there's going to be a lot of pressure right now. There's going to be pressure from the likes of Mitt Romney's. And think about this, right, Ryan? You just We just watched a vote. Our southern border is an absolute collapsing entity. It's not even going to be there anymore. And we just had three people from the Republican Party say, let's not impeach Mayorkas. And they're from the House of Representatives. So let me ask you a question, Ryan. Do you have any confidence whatsoever in Johnson and the House of Representatives that they're not going to say, you know what, we have to pass this in order to save democracy and keep Russia from taking over the world? No, I mean, if you have 22 Republican senators flipping, I mean, look at the House. Like, it's going to, I think it's going to get passed. You think it's going to get passed? If you can get 22 senators on the right to vote for it, you're going to get the people in the House, too. It's why, it's why we fall back to that term of controlled opposition. They give the opposition until there's something that can be given to them. And then that's where you get those votes. That's where you get that spread of people turning over. When you look at this bill that the Senate just approved, the senators were telling, the Republican senators said it will never pass. They need 60 votes for it to pass. They got 70. So clearly... Who All the people telling us that don't worry, it's not even going to get past the Senate. They clearly don't know what's happening in their own party. Clearly. So I don't want to hear that it's going to be dead on arrival. It it goes back to how those, you know, when it comes to the Democrats, that they they really do form a a very tight knit coalition. But yeah, you just kind of nailed it in that term right there. They don't know what's going on. They think it's going to go one way and then. Those backdoor deals that they don't know about, that vote flips. And you're like, wow, I can't believe 22 of them. You know, some of them are obvious names that just don't shock me. But the fact that you could still get that many to go on a bill that is obviously very hated by Americans, uh, it, it, it leaves me just more lack of faith with, with the GOP. I really just believe at this point there's maybe a 15, 20% coalition of Republicans that are actually America first. And then the rest are really just, okay, what can you provide me? And maybe I'll change my vote. You know, I won't put it, I won't put, we won't play the video. We got just too much to go through. We got to move on to the next thing. But, you know, Rand Paul gave a great speech at, on the Senate floor with this whole thing. And he said, and I loved this. He said, you know, when you look at these bills, they have no pictures, they have no photographs. He said, but if this was a book and we needed a cover for the book, he said, the great picture would be, the illegal alien who beat the living crap out of the police officer, got arrested and then released. And when he got released, he gave the middle finger to America. He goes, that's what should be the cover of this bill. Because you and you and me and him and every American is getting the middle finger from the U.S. Senate, from Joe Biden and any other scumbag in the House of Representatives who approves this sort of thing. Now, If you want to talk about getting fingers, now I'm going to take it without getting too grotesque. Imagine being a, 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 imagine being a veteran. Not only are you getting the finger, but then they're shoving it up your ass. Tell them, the audience, what's going on right now with the Biden administration giving away resources that should be to veterans. They're going to illegals. What do you have on that, Dennis? Yeah, so it's uh, Tommy Tuber, Tuberville uh, from Alabama who has brought it up about 
uh, all the different money allocation that's going to illegals instead of um, you know the two VA affairs. Uh, he just introduced a new bill, the No VA Resources for Illegal Aliens Act, to specifically outline that uh, any money that is designated for veterans cannot just be reallocated or resupplemented to sheltering food or anything for that matter for illegal immigrants or migrants. Uh, there's a number here somewhere. Uh, yeah, it was like a few few hundred million that they were looking to take out for, for these migrants. I can't understand for the life of me. I really can't. I can't understand for the life of me how somebody, be it Barack Obama, Joe Biden, Nancy Pelosi, where the hell has she been, by the way, why any of these folks would sit there and look at these numbers, look at your border, look at Ukraine, look at what's happening around the country. Inflation, by the way, has started to pick up again. It was unexpected. The inflation number came out. It is unexpected. It is starting to tick up again. You know, the Biden administration is trying to tell people, ah, it's better, it's better, it's better. But people don't feel it being better. What, where, where are you? What are you seeing? What are you feeling? Where does your math come from that we're not seeing the same thing? We're smart people. Why don't we see it? Why don't we see what it is that they see when they give away our country to illegal migrants, when they give away our money to Ukraine? Where is it that they see something that we don't see it? Because I'd like to get the data. I'd like to get the census. I'd like to get well, something that tells me why it is they keep on giving away our damn country. Well, let me, it, we're actually, I'm shocked we don't have it on the, the docket. Maybe we could still play the video, but we're, we're entering even more dangerous territory now with, with how we're handling these migrants, which is uh, some American families, and there was even one in Massachusetts that just did an interview, are voluntarily signing up to host and house these migrants. And, you know, my, and look, you know, this may be a fundamental issue when it comes to just uh, as an American issue. What incentivized these people in the first place to sign up? Was it out of the goodness of their heart? Or was there something that was incentivized? Maybe it was a greed factor. Like, oh, if you take these migrants, maybe uh, you get this tax credit. Or maybe you get, you know, this with your pro uh, pro uh, property taxes. Any, like, um, it's a little more on the speculative end, but I'm sure if you were to look into it, there's something that has to be a mutual benefit because this couple gets interviewed, right? And, you know, they're probably in their, their 50s, mid-50s. They look like you and mom. And they're, they said they sign up and in less than an hour they're approved and the migrants are on their doorstep four of them don't even get the pictures of the names or anything prior you know it's not like it was some like a formal process it's literally she sent it the next thing you know she's like oh i had to go make beds they were here so what happens this is my overall point what happens when it becomes a voluntary program to a fee or an initiation or something that gets Placed on an American, like, oh, you're not partaking in the migrant housing program. It's a tax. You get you're going to get taxed now. You're going to get implemented with this. It's amazing you say that. You know what we're going to do? I'll give you a second to pull it up on your laptop. What we're going to do is we're going to fast forward for a second, and then we'll go back to Biden. There were just some really bad people arrested at the border in Texas. Can you get that up? Yeah. Okay. Let's give the details. Give the details. Even if you've got to read it. Give the details of who we just captured at the border, and then we'll get back to that housing thing. Go ahead. Yeah. 
Uh, th- this is actually from a Fox News report. In fact, Ryan, why don't you throw the pictures up of these uh, these criminals? Border Patrol agents arrested several illegal migrants with serious criminal convictions over the weekend, including a migrant with a murder conviction and six who are felony child sex offenders. Uh, U.S. Border Patrol Chief Jason Owens posted on X slash Twitter Monday that agents in the Yeltsa and Fort Hancock in Texas arrested two dangerous criminals. One of the migrants had a conviction for homicide, while the other had convictions for manslaughter shooting with intent to kill, and robbery. Owens posted pictures of the two men who are heavily tattooed. I'm looking at the pictures that their whole back is filled with tattoos. Mm -hmm. It is unclear where they are from, although one of the migrants, who is a skinhead, has a tattoo reading Mexican on the back of his left arm. In another post on X on Monday, Owens wrote that USBP agents agents along the southwestern border apprehended six migrants with felony sex convictions. Owens wrote that their criminal histories include statutory rape of a minor, aggravated sex assault of a child, lewd and lavicious acts with a minor under 14, as well as abusive sexual conduct. Owens did not say where the sex criminals were from, but posted a photo of at least two of them being arrested. You know, we have to get this show out in order, because if not, we drive poor Ryan crazy. But we're going to get back to the border in a second with the LGBTQ LMNOP psychomaniac who wound up just shooting up a church. We'll get to that in a second. You got more? Owens also confirmed that more than 160 illegal immigrants with gang affiliations have been caught so far this year alone. There you go. So now let's take that information that we have. And also just take that I just alluded to the LGBTQ LMNOP person who just shot up a church. We are now asking, I mean, think about the absolute asinine theories behind this. We're allowing our borders to stay open. Nothing's being done about it at all whatsoever. It would literally take 20 seconds for Joe Biden to close this thing. We are now asking American citizens, although I think what you just brought up about how it happened within an hour is a complete setup, because I think what they're trying to do is use that as an example to other people be like, oh, it's a quick system. Let me get in and let me do it, too. So when you look at this, we are now asking American citizens to take in people from foreign lands. We don't know what diseases they have. We don't know what their criminal records are. We don't know what their intents are. They're going to go in and they're going to live at homes with American citizens. You know and I know, Dennis, I would, sw- I would bet every single dollar I have in the bank that it is a function of time before you hear about the first rape, the first murder, the first they stole my kid, they sold my kid. You name it. I think it's dangerous that it's that quick. I mean, think about it, right? Like, we're, we're probably on the less popular side of, uh, you know, the background check that goes in for the, the gun purchase in, in Florida, where it's the three-day waiting you period. Three because wait. we know, like, hey, you wait, you're still going to get approved. If you have nothing to hide. You're good to go. Uh, th- there's obviously no uh, approval or vetting process here. I think this is translatable to the reason those migrants were at our doorstep in under an hour is because... 
the state can't freaking house them anywhere else. They're putting them in rec centers or airports or this or that. And, you know, now they got people willingly signing up. Okay, just take this one. We don't even know their names, but here you go. They're yours now. Well, see, by by taking, you know, you did the descriptor and we didn't play it. Maybe we'll play it tomorrow if we cover more on the border. But you gave the description of these two people look like mom and me. So if you get two people who look normal like mom and me saying, oh, no, we're well welcoming in these people, whatever. Oh, hi. How are you? You're from El Salvador. Great. And where are you from? Oh, you're from Turkey. Oh, wow. Great. Is that a Quran in your pocket? Oh, I don't know if I still want to take you. You'd never see that. It's, oh, come on in. Open your arms. I am telling you, I have been doing this thing for a long time. My goodness. Go back and watch. They come to America one I'm sitting with a mother interviewing her. She's showing me pictures of her daughter from bassinet to freaking, you know, 20 years old being buried. Bassinet to buried. I'm seeing all the pictures. My daughter, my daughter worked. My daughter worked with uh, illegal aliens. They were so nice, but they weren't vetted. And he loved my daughter. And my daughter said, no, I don't want to be that kind of relationship. I just want to be friends. So what did they do on a Friday? On the Friday, every Friday, the, the company went out to go get cocktails at a happy hour. Good thing, kind of building, you know, uh, camaraderie and, and the whole team building thing, go out for a cocktail, whatever. The illegal aliens went and all the workers went. In fact, this girl and her father worked together at this place. But the illegal alien didn't like the fact that she didn't want to have a relationship. So he went up to her and said, hey, would you give me a ride tonight? My car isn't working. She said, of course, I'll give you a ride. They never made it to the bar. You want to know why? He pulled her over into a grassy field. He raped her. Then he chopped her body up and lit her on fire. Then after that, he went to the bar and sat with the father and had cocktails like, I wonder where your daughter is. I mean, this is insanity. This is what's going to happen. And we're letting this happen. This isn't like we let 10 bad people in and you and I are getting all pissed off. This is 300,000, 200,000, millions of people. So far this year, we are on, remember, it's fiscal year, so it's not January 1. Going back to October to where we are now, we are on pace to have the largest influx of migrants and illegals coming through the border in our history. We know it's bad. We know it's horrifying. And nothing is getting done about it other than senators going and bitching and moaning on Fox News. And nothing's getting done. Zero. But you know what we got? We got Joe Biden making videos of how horrifying things are that if you buy a bag of potato chips, which will stop your heart and give you digestive issues, you should be pissed off because there's shrinkflation. Ryan, play the short little video. Now, here, for people who are watching this, for people who watch it, for people who aren't watching this, Joe Biden's sitting there with a bunch of different food products in front of him, and he's going to complain. But for people who are watching this, you're not professional editors. I am. Watch this short little video. I counted, I think it was about 10 to 11 cuts in this video, which means that Joe Biden couldn't get through a 30-second little thing without needing 10 different cuts. Play it, Ryan. The Super Bowl Sunday. If you're anything like me, you like to be surrounded by a snack or two while watching the big game. You know, when buying snacks for the game, you might have noticed one thing. Sports drinks bottles are smaller. A bag of chips has fewer chips, but they're still charging it just as much. And as an ice cream lover, what makes me the most angry is that ice cream cartons have actually shrunk in size, but not in price. I've had enough of what they call shrinkflation. It's a ripoff. 
Some companies are trying to pull a fast one by shrinking the products little by little and hoping you won't notice. Give me a break. The American public is tired of being played for suckers. I'm calling on companies to put a stop to this. Let's make sure businesses do the right thing now. So, Dennis, the only thing that may be a little bit more insulting than Joe Biden getting into a video to complain about the situation he created, right, where companies are now like, well, uh, you know what, we're going to have to put less in there and try to make more because inflation is so high or whatever it may be. Then he goes and makes a video trying to he's in such desperation, so in trouble he knows his numbers are down. You got blacks all over. We played the videos last week of blacks saying, I'm going Trump. I'm going Trump. I'm going Trump. We had no money in our pocket under Biden. Now he's trying to get back his voter block by coming up with this BS video. If you're only listening, imagine Joe Biden sitting around a dining room table with a black man and his two or three, I think two or three sons are in it, and they're all eating horrible food. They're eating fast food. Listen to this fake video that is so bad. It is so cringeworthy. And if you're not watching this, that's why you have to become a Team DML member. It's that good. It will entertain you. Play the video, Ryan. Well, I mean, you got chicken fingers. You got all the I want the root of making sure I had the hamburger. So tell me about you guys. What you doing these days? Why don't you share about your passion of sports? I'm playing AAU basketball right now. Are you really? Are you guard? Yes, sir. Now, what grade are you in? Seventh grade. Seventh grade. Right now, I'm just doing basketball, playing guard on the JV team for my school. How about in school? How are y'all doing in school? You should tell the president about the school. Favorite thing about it is the business academy I'm in. We get to like travel, so we've been to like NC State, uh, Wake Tech, and we. You're kidding me. Yeah, we went to this small dry cleaning business, and it's just it's cool. It's a great experience. I'm impressed. Is that a new program at the school? Yes, sir, it is. It just started just a couple of years ago. You know how much this guy loves you. Yeah. You just feel it, can't you? Yes, yeah. Your dad jumped in front of a bull for you. By the way, we dads are hard to raise. Once you're a teenager, we're hard to raise. So you got to be patient with us, you know what I mean? I see. <laughs> patient. So, Dennis, let's take three things that he does in that video. Number one is he's serving these kids horrible food that are going to stop their heart, kill the digestion, and and cloud their brain. Then he says to the kids, you know how much your father loves you? He'd take a bullet for you. I mean, geez, Joe, number one way for blacks to die is basically homicide. You're admitting it, and there you go. He'll take a bullet for you. What do you think, D? Yeah, Terrible, awful fast food. I mean, even in that sh- shrinkflation video, I have it paused here. Burritos, Tostitos, double stuff Oreos, uh, goldfish, two different things of ice cream. You know, I mean, first of all, you're like six months too late here. The shrinkflation's been happening for quite a while now. I mean, it's almost bleeding. I pick up a dish detergent bottle and you can just literally see how the line keeps going shorter. Uh, it, it, so that whole video to your point, you know, since we edit things all the time, the amount of cuts and even then it still looks so choppy and bad. And, and, and that's the thing with that video. And then this one where he's sitting around the table with the black family, it looks so artificial. They're eating fast food. And I'm sure the two kids were told, you know, just straighten up the, you know, this guy's here. Um, 
it doesn't look like a president sitting down with an average American family. It kind of looks like your grandpa's old friend that's over and he's asking a few questions and he just asked these questions a few hours ago, but you feel like you got to repeat yourself. And then he makes, you know, the bullet comment, the chicken comment. I mean, he just, it's like ingrained in him. So uh, these videos are going to be kind of a very funny meme material because I'm sure there's going to be more coming out. I, I, I must say, maybe I want your take more on this. Uh, obviously, last week, the DOJ released that report that he is not all there. It's very clear at that matter, especially when it comes to memory. Mm-hmm. Um, are Democrats now really just going to try and run with this, or are we going to slowly get the Kamala Harris is maybe going to be propped up for the next few months as a replacement? I mean, what? Because I'll, I'll end with we always talk about how the Democrats will stick together. Yep. They'll even stick together when there is no plan. And I don't think they have a, I mean, they never really do, but I don't think they have a plan here. Well, first of all, I think it's important to state that Joe Biden is going for his annual physical and they are not going to include a cognitive test in that physical. So let's add it up, right? Just from what we see in the last couple of days, Joe Biden is seen in two horrifying videos, one with potato chips where he's talking about ice cream and he's pissed off that he's not getting as much junk food as he used to get for the same price. Number two is he's trying to get through a conversation with black kids who want to do nothing with him. Can you see two black kids sitting there wanting to talk to that guy over, uh, you know, French fries and, and a hamburger? Well, yeah, you know, I'm playing basketball now. Oh, gee whiz. I mean, nobody wants to be that. He just looks old. He looks crusty. He can't get anything out. You've got the DOG report, like you just said. And I think it's so telling. The Super Bowl was the most watched program in television history. Just came out, the numbers just came out. 123 million people watched that program. And Joe Biden rejected the opportunity to speak at halftime, which every president has always done. He rejected it. Why did he reject it? Because he can't get through a sentence So the fact that he's not taking the cognitive test and all these things you're seeing, he is slipping. He is slipping fast. It is accelerating. So to answer your question there with that long prelude is get ready for Gavin Newsom. It's not going to be Kamala Harris. It will be Gavin Newsom because at this point, if the Democrats have to replace him, they may as well just say, we've got to go with our number one guy on on the bench. We can't go with Kamala Harris. We will get Torn to shreds. And I'm on the honest belief at this point that the only people that hate Joe Biden more than average normal Americans is probably the White House staff because they have to pretend everything's okay. And maybe this is more just speculative, but sometimes I always think they maybe do a little release of something where like it's like, okay, it makes him look cool or funny or edgy, but we know deep down it's like, it makes him look as awful as possible. To your point, no interview for the Super Bowl, but the fact, and Ryan, maybe cut to wide here, the fact that they post this picture, and Ryan can post it up as a reaction to the Super Bowl with the caption, just like we drew it up in reference to that, you know, it's all scripted with how the, the outcome is. It's like, yeah. Well, explained for people. Yeah, if you're, you're watching, no, right? No, 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 if you're it's, listening. If you're, 
if you're only listening and you and you can't see it, it, it's Biden with red devil eyes beaming as like you know glaring evil, and it's just like you know I I think it's supposed to be a funny inside joke of like haha you think it's a conspiracy, but truthfully it just adds to the fact like yeah th- this guy really is a d- who d- posted that. His account. His account. And it he, was posted at 10.05 p.m. Yeah, You think he's sleeping? No. I mean, you think he's awake no. doing it? No, he's sleeping. He so looks, it was an intern. He looks demonic. Yeah. He so looks this, demonic. This was probably a disgruntled intern who realized, I can't say anything bad about him, but maybe I could do a tongue-in-cheek joke that yeah. shows, yeah, he really is a demented guy. Look, I think it's pretty simple at this point right now. The Democrats recognize that their plan for destroying America is working, but... It doesn't have a chance to continue because everybody's catching on to their crap. So they've been driving down uh, DEI and Black Lives Matter and these poor migrants and the LGBTQ community. Well, let me tell you something. Every shooting we see is tying back mostly to some lunatic LGBTQ plus person who wants to be a boy and is really a girl, who wants to be a girl and is really a boy, chopping off their body parts, mad, insane, not getting any help, instead being ripped from their parents and saying, go ahead, do whatever you want to do, make sure the hospital wins all the money that they can possibly win off you, and yet we get shooters. Dennis, give the details of what happened over the weekend with this LGBTQ plus. I mean, look, you couldn't get better. It's an LGBTQ LMNOP person who is, by the way, a migrant. Yes, from El Salvador. It happened at uh, Joel Alstein's um, Lakewood Ranch Church. Uh, She has a long criminal history dating back to 2005. Uh, She is very pro-Palestine. She even has a free Palestine sticker on the gun that she used. Identifies as transgender and is a giant, big-time Bernie Sanders supporter. So... Now, when Socialist. you say she, is she really a she, or is it? A- See, this is where I get confused at this point. <laughs> I mean, I think I think it's a, it, it, it's a female. It's a woman, but believes to be a guy. He, she went by the name Jeffrey. She, so it's a woman. Yeah, it, it's a. You see how confusing here's it gets. The, here's it's the crazy real, thing. Yeah, we're confused. But here's here's the story. We've got people being shot in a. Uh, now, meanwhile, the cops came in and killed this person. Right. So. We got the cops giving a press conference more worried about using the right pronouns and how they're going through the process to use the right pronouns. Ryan, play the video of the cop. So she has utilized both male and female names, but through all of our investigation to this point, talking with individuals, interviews, documents, Houston Police Department reports, she has been identified this entire time as female, she, her, and so uh, we are identifying her as Genesee Moreno, Hispanic female. There were two weapons. So, yeah. So here we go, Dennis. We've got crime running crazy, inflation running wild. We're raising money in the billions of dollars for Ukraine, for Israel, for Indo-Pacific whatsoever or whatever. We are leaving veterans behind, families behind screwing every single last person in this country. Some of these people don't even know they're getting screwed, right? Because they're so blind, stupid, and and just lost in their own stuff. What's their stuff? We've got over 100 
thousand people overdosing and dying in this country. I have in my 54 and a half years never ever seen this country even close to being as bad as it is right now. The Democrats know it. We're moving towards going back to normal, thankfully, if we can. If Trump can get past all this criminal crap they're throwing at him, tomorrow we'll go more into the legal stuff that Trump is right now dealing with. But I mean, my Lord, if you know somebody in your life who still votes Democrat after all the things that we have been through in the past year, three years, and the last week, that person should be either disowned, you never speak to him again, you get divorced from him, you kick him the F out of your house. I don't care what it is. I don't care what it is. If somebody comes in, and I recently, and I can't go into detail, I had somebody recently give me some Democrat sort of talking point. And you know what I said? politely without saying it i won't give the exact words because i'll give up who it is basically said shove it up your ass i'm going to say whatever it is i want to say it is time to push back fully full throttle push it back we cannot take this anymore i do not i pay a shitload of money in taxes and if my taxes were going to police better education, securing our schools, securing our churches, securing our border, giving police more money, giving veterans more uh, more services, getting the homeless off the street. I'd still hate paying those taxes, but at least I would feel good about it. I don't want my money going to Ukraine anymore. Yeah. What? Uh, or migrants. I, I don't want to give them anything. Yeah. And look, you know, like you said, push back and let's be a realist too. You know, you got to be, you got to be cognizant of where you're pushing back. If you're a New York state resident, you're not just dealing with actual migrant criminals. You're also dealing with, you know, corrupt DAs and people that might uh, condemn you for saying like, Hey, I'm proud to be white. I mean, that, that, that guy just got charged with a hate crime like two weeks back for saying so. So, you know, it, it's, 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 we're being weaponized against when we speak out. So, you know, if you're, if you're, I'm even going to go a step further. It's even beyond like if you just know the Democrat. If you're still living in Democratic region or territory, or and we said it what a few podcasts ago, the best way to determine of how bad is it if you get attacked by a criminal, how uh, much of that leeway could it be that the criminal's in the right and you're in the wrong? And if you're if that if you come away saying like, oh my gosh, my state would do that, you got to move out. You know, you want to talk about pushing back. You know, and you know, here's the thing. You know, you'll never hear radical stuff from us about doing radical things to these migrants and radical things to LGBTQ people or whatever it may be. No, no, no. All you have to do is enforce the law and go back to sanity, and this will fix itself. It's, this is not like an asteroid is coming to the United States, and there's nothing we can do about it. It's unprecedented. We don't know what to do. We have all of our fighter jets, and we've got our nukes, but boy, if we blast it with a nuke, we're going to have a nuclear fallout over our head. This is not something that is so brutally difficult to figure out. This is easy shit. Stop people at the border. Stop feeding into, oh, you want to have a sex change operation? No problem whatsoever. Stop with giving our money overseas. Just stop, stop, stop. Now, with that being said, I want to add something to go that ahead, too. Go ahead. I want to get to Dove. Well, I was going to say there's a cultural component component as well. Uh, we didn't even bring it up, but apparently there's a, no, another trend 
on TikTok explaining the due processes of how to illegally cross into the U.S. Oh, yes. So, yes. So, uh, so let's go another step. Imagine if we actually did a federal, because he proposed it, meaning Trump, uh, when he was president, a federal ban on that app. You would not have transgender ideology spewing the way it is. I mean, uh, I saw a video today of some uh, male teacher in the U.S. wearing heels, strutting down the hallway, doing TikTok videos of it. Like, what teacher does that? So get rid of that app, because clearly the algorithm in China, it's all math and science and history. And then here, it's you know transgender, BLM, and, and how to cross in illegally. So add that to your list of how to fix things. Get rid of TikTok. But here's the crazy thing, right? Go, go into what you just said. If Moms for Liberty highlights that teacher walking through the classroom and doing something like that, they're considered a hate group. Joy Reid is going to want to have him on MSNBC and say, why is it such a big deal to you that a teacher is walking down the, the, the hallway in, in high heels? I mean, it's just it, the level of stupidity that we're allowing to fester in this country is just off the charts. Now, to that extent, you want to talk about pushing back? I told your mother, do not buy another bar of soap that says Dove. We've been using Dove in our family since Mary and I were together. She loves Dove soap. She always used Dove soap. I use Irish Spring, right? I have Irish Spring underneath in, 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 my, in my cabinet. And like just this morning, I went to go take a shower. I, she only had Dove in the, in the thing. I would not do it. I opened up my Irish Spring because usually I just have my Irish Spring on my, you know, mommy doesn't like it. She says it dries out her skin, right? So I said, we'll just use DML CBD face serum after you're done like I do. I said, my face looks just as fresh as yours. So, but then when we go in the shower, you know, I'm, I'm too lazy. I don't take an extra green bar of soap. This morning, I took the two seconds. I opened up another green bar of Irish Spring. I took it in and I will not use the Dove. That Dove product is not coming back into my house. Why? Why am I so pissed off? Super Bowl ad. I couldn't, I didn't, you know, we had a little Super Bowl uh, soiree at our house. Friends and family, 15 people. We make up six. So half of it was our family. And Mary and I were busy running around getting things together. Ryan did a great job cooking. Denny was helping out with all the stuff. Only one commercial I caught from start to finish. It was the Dove commercial. And I just sat there and I said, my God, you've got to be kidding me. Ryan, lucky. (laughs) Ryan, play the commercial right now. So, Dennis, in that commercial, they try to make it sound as if girls aren't playing sports because there's this new problem with body image. Yeah, and, and you could listen to some of the wording there. Anyone can be an athlete. So it, it, it's so it, it's almost like they're laughing in our face at this point because we know that's not the actual issue. The body image people, meaning girls, are dropping out because they have to compete against other men. And Hold on. Let me stop for one second, and then I'll give you back. I, I, you always have to remember that half the people, if not more, listening to this program than watching it. If you did not see that commercial, what it was is it starts off with a, it's a hard knock life for us. It's showing little girls having mishaps, looking like klutz 
right? Like each one is a klutz. You got a girl who hits a softball but can't get out of the batter's box, falls down on her head. You got a gymnastics girl who tries to do something on the horse or on the balance beam, falls down on her back. You got another girl in the swimming lane that couldn't do something. I mean, they made it look like girls can't perform in sports. And then they're going to try to align it because it's written words, so you can't really see it, right? They're going to try to align it that this is a problem with body image and Dove is going to come in and save the day about helping girls improve their body image. Now, there's no doubt in my mind, Dennis, that a lot of girls in this country feel as if there's a body image problem, right? There's a lot of pressure on them. You talk about TikTok. You've got TikTok. You've got Instagram. You've got all these places where everything's airbrushed and a regular girl, young girl, takes a look at somebody else and says, why ain't I that pretty? Why ain't I that skinny? Why don't I look like that in my suit, right? And there's no doubt that exists. I bet you if you did take away the TikTok, if you did take away the Instagram, the girls wouldn't have that body image problem. But then again, they're going to get picked on at school. You know how it works. It's been like this forever. You go to school, you get picked on. You got zits, you're going to get picked on. You got a little bit of extra cushion down there in the buttocks, you're going to get picked on. You want to know what you do? Have your kids start eating good food instead of the crap food. Have them start doing some exercising. And guess what happens? The fat falls off their ass. And before you know it, they're being the prom queen. This is not, girls' sports is down by 45%. It's not because of body image. Body image has always been a problem, damn it. It's because we're allowing guys to play in girls' sports. We're allowing guys to sit there and do all the things that girls have been training to do, but only better because their bodies are biologically more strong, bigger, faster. That's just the way it is. And, and Dove is going to try to mask over that. There's a serious responsibility, lack of responsibility there. And what America should be doing to Dove is the same thing they did to the uh, Bud Light brand. I totally agree. I mean, I think yeah, you lucked out not having to watch the rest of those commercials. I mean, there's three things that make a Super Bowl great, and all three things lack this year. Gameplay was awful for basically those three quarters until – you know, down to the wire, and of course the Chiefs Chiefs win in overtime, and Travis Kelsey, you know, freaking yells at the top of his lungs. Yeah, uh, really, really poor commercials. I mean, the the Jesus one where they basically mocked Jesus and Christianity. I guess that's the new thing now. You know, we make fun of Christians. But Mom and I are going to talk about that this week on the wine and yeah, talk. Yeah, and the then way. no funny commercials. They were all just either very corny or they had some kind of propagandist message behind them. And then even the uh, the halftime performance, you know, very lame. That one guy shouting out like, you know, America needs us people trying to do the whole divisive, you know, pro-black versus, you know, white. It, it just uh, overall just an awful Super Bowl. And it doesn't shock me that Dove would post such a terrible commercial like that. No. And you know what? Listen, the NFL is not going to pay a price. Dove is not going to pay a price until people push back. And that's that's basically it. All right, well, listen, that's it for us today. I thought it was a very interesting program. A lot of stuff. Ryan, great job on the controls back there, having to get all these videos together and the pictures together. Dennis, great selection, doing the whole thing. We thank you so much for participating in this program. We ask you, please, if you could just find one person in your life to tell them about the DML News Podcast, it would help us greatly. We've got every force out there trying to stop us. I can't take today's program and advertise it on Facebook. You want to know why? Because we talked about LGBTQ, right? 
We can't do it. We can't talk about that kind of thing. So we can't push it on there. We can't push it on YouTube. It's almost impossible for us. So unless you're helping us, we're not going to grow. More people aren't going to hear about it. So just take one person today, one person and say, you got to listen to this podcast. Look up Dennis Michael Lynch on Apple or even better, Spotify or iHeart because Apple also turns around and limits our reach. So go in there and share that. We appreciate it. And if you could become a member of Team DML, remember, you are helping us stay in business because we're going to a membership model so we don't have those advertisements anymore. That being said, real quick, if you want to download the DML News app, do it from the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store. It's completely for free. But if you want to get the ad-free experience, if you want to get no time limits because we limit the amount of time you can see articles, no time limits, you want to see the videos, you want to do the live chat, you want to interact with the Lynch family via text messaging, that's why you become a Team DML member. In many cases, some of the higher memberships, you will get free DML CBD product along with it. And speaking of DML CBD product, dmlcbd.com slash gum, G-U-M, dmlcbd.com slash gum for buy one, get one free. I think it ends tonight. If not, it's tomorrow morning. Don't miss out on it. We will not have another buy one, get one free for them for at least, I don't know, weeks and weeks to come. So that's it for me on behalf of Ryan, on behalf of Denny, on behalf of all the Team DML and the Lynch family. May God bless you. May God bless your family. May God bless the United States of America. And may God bless all the little girls out there who should be playing sports with other girls, not wannabe girls. Yep. That's it for us. We'll talk to you soon. Have a great day, everybody. Get the Dennis Michael Lynch podcast every day by subscribing on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And download the DML News app from the Google Play Store or the Apple App Store for breaking news, merchandise, films, exclusive content, and Team DML.